Coming to you live from a shack in the woods, I am your host, Pippin. And I'm your other host, Lee. And today, we are going through the end of Season 2 of Marble Hornets, entries 50 through 52. Boy, there's a lot to talk about in these three entries. Yep, I have two whole pages of notes. (laughs) Notes. All my (laughs) notes live in my head. Uh, This is in addition to all the other notes I have about the season as a whole. We've got a lot to talk about and we're starting this recording a little late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's get into it then. Okay. Um, entry 50. Good old entry 50. Posted September 30th, 2011. The best time to wear a striped sweater. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so, how does this even start? We got Jay in his car. He pulls out a pocket knife and make sure that it's sharp, I guess. <laughs> presumably, the last folding knife. Yeah, presumably this is the uh, the same knife that he had, that he mentioned back in entry 18 that uh, went missing from him when he woke up in his car after the masked man attacked him at the house. You know what Did I'm Did you say about? this is the same knife? Yeah. Or the, I think this would be a different knife. <laughs> Are you sure? Because then when Maskey attacks... Alex, he uses a dinky little pocket knife that Jay then picks up, which I presume is the oh, same knife. Oh, you think this is the same knife? I'm pretty sure it's the same ah, knife. Ah, interesting. I think this I knife even know that. has traveled through time. <laughs> well, I mean... Um, Jay calls Jessica here. Yes. And says that he's meeting Alex in the woods. As one does. I don't know why he is telling her this I, I guess just to keep her updated yeah it sounds like he's he's trying to kind of like keep her up to speed with what's going on because that was something that alex clearly was not doing with either him or jessica and also i feel like he's probably kind of doing it just in case something happens to him uh so they know where to look for the body yeah so this is that's the knife yeah this is after the previous entry where alex calls jay to show him something mm-hmm. in Rosswood Park. So Jay's meeting him there to go into the woods. Alex shows up and Jay asks him how far it is. Alex says it's pretty far. Oh, also Jay uh, had some 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 spare tapes that he showed us while we were in the car. Yeah. Which He's is... just got some uh, extra tapes in the pockets of his hoodie. Yes. Which, which... <laughs> is, is somewhat important later, I guess. Kind of. I just... Everything's rattle around in like the front pocket of your hoodie while you're on a hike is just seems unpleasant. Speaking of things Sounds rattling miserable. around in the front <laughs> pocket of your hoodie, uh, we've got Alex and Jay walking through the woods. We've got Alex, a fashion icon, back in his striped sweater. Mm-hmm. And he has his keys on his belt loop as he did before. <laughs> and at one jingle, point, jangling away. Yep, and at one point, he kind of like glances back like over his shoulder and then takes his keys and puts them in his pocket and i think that's such a great detail 
Um, might want to keep those in your pocket from now on. <laughs> Alex sort of confronts Jay here that he is, like, missing the key to the front door of his apartment and asks Jay if he successfully stole anything from him. <laughs> Again, sounds more upset about Jay ineptly <laughs> breaking into his apartment than just breaking into his apartment. Um, Jay, as usual, is a bad liar, but... <laughs> Tells Alex that, uh, uh, no, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't have the key. Uh, Alex asks, how are things with Jessica? So, <laughs> uh, this whole situation with Jessica is a little fraught. But I guess Alex wants to be updated on how Jessica is doing. Either Alex knows Jay has just, like, stayed in contact with Jessica, or has guessed that... Jay's figured out that he's been lying to her. So, I I think the way that, like, these entries shake out, there's a way to interpret it that, like, Alex is forced to act because he makes a mistake here, and that's giving Jay Jessica's phone number. Yeah. Um, Oh, and, like, he's also forced to act because Jay now has this key, which means he's probably gonna find... The thing that he's not supposed to find. Yes. Uh, we'll get more into that in the next entry. But, um, no, it's you know, in a, entry, in a certain yeah. sense, like, <laughs> this whole season has been leading to, like, this one final confrontation with with Alex. So it feels like it's all been building to this. But, like, I think there is a case to be made here that what happens in the last entry here happens because... Uh, Jay takes a key and gets a girl's phone number. Yep. Um. Yeah, the, the, without context, that conversation that, that Alex has with Jay about Jessica is really weird. Like, not weird, but like it... it... Well, it certainly feels weird, because he brings it up, like, out of nowhere mm-hmm. in, like, a really odd way. He says, how are things with Jessica? <laughs> like, he's forgotten how... To be normal and how to ask about people. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jay is concerned because he keeps hearing footsteps yes. behind them. And he, he, like, tells Alex to stop at one point to, like, listen to the footsteps. And Alex just keeps the, right the fuck on walking, which I think is great. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like, I don't care. Yeah, we don't hear anything on the tape uh, at this part, but, like, Jay keeps, like, yeah, mentioning first, that he hears somebody behind them. At first, it it kind of comes off like he's, like... Paranoid? Uh, well, no, no, no. Like, he's trying to change the subject because... Oh, yeah. He, I think the first time he says it is after Alex has asked him about the key, and he's just like, I think I hear something behind us. Right, and yeah. Then... It does feel like he's dodging. Yeah. Um, Jay of present day points out that this is uh, around the time that Entry 38 happens. Yes, so... So when Alex gives the spooky ghost story in mm-hmm. the woods, that is part of, like, this series of tapes. Yeah, that fits, like, right in the middle of... Mm-hmm. Between these two tapes. And so, presumably, I guess, the, the, the implication here is that the reason why the Entry 38 tape was unlabeled is just because Jay didn't have a marker with him in the woods, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Um, Which I think is good. Yeah, so when the new tape starts, I, I mentioned last time that entry 38 is a, is a cliffhanger because mm-hmm. while Jay kneels down to change the tape, Alex turns around and starts walking towards him. And the payoff for that is that when we see this new tape, it's just a shot of Alex's shoes. 
He's yeah. like standing right in front of Jay. He's got mismatched shoelaces, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, immediately, there's audio distortion yep. when the tape comes in, and all the footage is blurry. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. What? Do you know something? I know why the footage is blurry, and it's because this was... We'll talk about continuity in this uh, entry in a moment, but let's, <laughs> let's finish out this little bit. Um, Jay uh, convinces Alex that it's too late to be shown whatever he's yeah, supposed to be shown. It's getting dark. It's getting dark out, and he's going to head back. And Alex says, okay, next time, bring Jessica. Uh, <laughs> Jay starts walking away and says to Alex, come on, let's go. And Alex just says, nah, I'm going to wait gonna in the woods in the dark for a while. And Jay just kind of, all right, you do that. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get some just very typical Marble Hornets footage mm-hmm. of camera pointed directly at ground. Yep. <laughs> Jay kind of whirls around a couple times like he hears something. And we do hear something. This time. Yes, we, we, hear, hear... we hear a branch snap. A nice nice twig snap. <laughs> um, there are actual cicada sounds this time, which yes. I think was just a nice thing to hear. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it was intentional. You know, being in the Well, it's not even about anything. intention. No, it's I know. It's just like a nice, a nice little... Mm-hmm. Uh, resonance there. The operator sounds like cicadas through the camera in the woods, and now we have cicadas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then JC's Tim. Hey, there's a mask guy. Tim's in the woods. He's wearing a mask. Uh, seems like maybe he was following Jay poorly on purpose so Jay would notice him and chase after him because eventually mm-hmm. Tim leads him back to the tunnel. Yes. Um, Tim runs through the tunnel, Jay kind of trips over the rocks trying to get to the tunnel, and by the time that he makes it in, uh, Tim is gone. Tim has disappeared. Um, Jay does not seem to notice anything amiss. Right, and he points that out at the end of the the video. Um, yeah, he (laughs) is, like, shouting at Tim, just Mm -hmm. completely yelling, and it's like, yelling at him to stop running and what do you want like he's just like full body yelling and then we get this shot of just like jay sitting on the ground with the camera pointed at him and this to me is like the height of jay's frustration yes during this part um he's having a bad yeah, Day, these month, seven, these life. <laughs> we're nearing the end of these seven months, mm-hmm. and um, that entire time period has been extremely frustrating to him and very confusing. And this is sort of like when it boils over, and it, it feels like it's become like a little too much for him at this point. I just like that we get this beat here where yeah. we see him exhausted. And like panting and just like yeah, it's very very cool. done. I also pointed this out while we were watching the entry, but this was the first uh, uninteresting, unspoilery screenshot uh, that was posted to Twitter by like the creators of the series, which is mm-hmm. a thing that they started doing from time to time with entries. Not always, just mm-hmm. sometimes. It was fun. It was very fun overanalyzing like shoes and stuff in in screenshots and trying to figure out where they were. Anyway, so speaking of. Shoes and wardrobe and Alex. Well, hold on. 
Oh, okay. Um, we just get some narration here uh, where present day Jay points out that Tim may have led him to the tunnel to, like, get him to notice what Alex did here. Because yes. presumably there's still blood on the ground and stuff. Yep. Um, but Jay of the past doesn't notice. I do like present day Jay watching this and having the full context and like is probably more curious about what Tim is up to rather than like angry and frustrated. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the Jay of the past is screaming, what do you want? While present day Jay is probably just like, just look, just look around and you can like maybe see something that prevents what is about to happen to you. <laughs> yeah, we we got to come back to this conversation cuz mm-hmm. I got to talk about that. Um anyways, when he's in the tunnel, mm-hmm. uh the camera dies, the footage blinks out apparently while there were 12 minutes left on the tape. Yeah, it it, it gets very distorted as he starts walking back through the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um we get some some video distortions, audio distortion and then the, it just cuts out altogether. Um, and then we get a cut. To the next day. Um, Jay is again standing in the woods across the street from Alex's apartment. I think it's just the woods by the parking lot. Like, he's, he's standing behind a tree, basically, I think. It's, it's weird. It's fine. But, uh, I'm very proud of Jay. In this moment, because he waits <laughs> to check that Alex gets in his car and drives away yep. before trying to break into his house. Um, but yeah, did you have something you were going to say here? Yes, I wanted to mention some some behind the scenes junk about this entry. So, obviously, this is meant to be the same continuous day as entry 38. Obviously, it was, well, maybe not so obviously, but it was not shot on the same day as Entry 38. It was shot much later. Um, They had to... Alex had to be wearing that same jacket. Very distinctive jacket. That's the jacket that anyone that cosplays Alex Crayley is definitely an owner of. Hard to find, by the way. Which is relevant because, uh... Well, Joseph lost that jacket in between filming, <laughs> and they had to, like, find one on eBay or something that was not at all the same size and, like, was way too small for him or something, <laughs> and I think that's great. Um, so Joseph is wearing all sorts of too small clothes in this entry. When he walked out of the apartment, his t-shirt is, like, extremely tight. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. But yeah. This is the twinkiest uh, Alex has ever looked. Yes. Is this entry. Yes. <laughs> peak, peak Alex twink. And uh, one last continuity note is that the reason why the footage is so blurry uh, when, when, when the tape, when the video comes back after the spooky story is because uh, Joseph wasn't wearing his glasses in that shot, but he was in entry 38 so Uh, it was blurred so that you can't tell (laughs) great cool (laughs) i'm Uh, ruining the movie magic yeah uh jay uses his key to get into alex's apartment and starts looking around in there goes to the bedroom notes the uh the drawings 
opens up some drawers in a desk to find more drawings. I like how casual he is about the drawings. He's just kind of oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, spooky drawings. Yeah, spooky this is drawings. normal. Yeah. Mm. Um, but then he finds, like, this little rotating drawer at another desk. And in one of the compartments is a tape. And he tape. grabs it. And then he continues rotating the drawer. And the only other thing in here is a lighter, which I thought was noteworthy. Yeah. Um, Alex has expressed intent to burn tapes before. This is true. And so I'm wondering if he was maybe, like, deliberating, like, whether he should burn this tape or not. Mm -hmm. It would probably be a good idea if he burned this tape. It sure would. <laughs> um. Jay leaves with the tape. Jay takes the tape, locks the door behind him. Uh, sits in his car and then shows the camera that he has labeled the tape. 56-42. Mm -hmm. Which I assume makes sense in his labeling system. I guess. I don't know what this could mean. <laughs> I like it. It's fine. What would that, that would be? Yeah, no, it doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't mean anything. It's just there. Yeah, this whole, uh... This is a long entry. It's, it is a long entry, but th it exists just to set up how Jay gets this tape. And this yeah. is another like weird one in season two. There have been a couple of these where it feels like the entry should end, and then there's like a little thing appended onto it after the main action of, of what is going on. And the thing that is appended onto this entry is the only thing that you really need to know is that he got into mm -hmm. uh, the apartment and took the tape. But uh, I think from here we can move on. So here we have entry, entry 51. 51. Legendary. October posted, 12th. Oh, sorry. Posted October 12th, 2011. This is my favorite entry of the entire series. Oh, it's, it's not my favorite <laughs> of the series, but it's, it's up there. It's a good one. Um, this is... Okay, hold on. When was the last entry posted? This so this was October twelfth. The last one was September thirtieth. So yes. it's been roughly two weeks. It's been. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Jay attributes the delay in uploading to him changing location. It's nice that they're trying to justify the time again. This feels like something in universe. Once you know that there is an important tape, you should probably post yeah. that tape as soon as possible. Yeah, um, Listen, Jay. Know, it, I, I'm more okay with it this late in the season just because this is how it's operating. But, like, it, it, again, it's just kind of a bummer. Jay is a busy man. <laughs> He's got lots of stuff to do. So this is footage from the original shoot of Marble Hornets, which is always a delight. Yes. Um, we begin with B-roll. Uh... <laughs> We've got yeah, Alex. Yeah, I'm just getting some B-roll. <laughs> We've got Alex, big peak Alex, just like pointing his camera at like a close-up of the railroad tracks. Uh, it's so good. Alex and, and Brian are sort of talking back and forth to each other. Oh, Brian's here. Oh yeah, yeah. Brian. That, that's the entire reason that this, this is, is like the maybe the most acting Brian does in like the entire series is this entry. And it's it's like really, really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, you know the the actor who plays Brian, Brian, Brian. um, 
you know, is not part of, like, this core group of people who produced Marble Hornets. You know, he's a friend, he was around, but, you know, he was not around constantly. Right. Um, and, you know, was also not doing a bunch of film stuff like all these other people <laughs> were. So it's always great when they get him and he could he just, like, does the damn thing mm-hmm. and, like, acts in front of a camera yeah. for his friends who are, yeah. who are putting together a little internet show. <laughs> it's very good. Just... Brian playing Brian playing Brian is just so good. It's hard to tell where one stops and one begins. (laughs) It really is. Like, oh. So, in actual, like, story-relevant things so far, um, as as Alex is filming his B-roll, Brian asks where Seth is, and Alex says that Seth was here yesterday, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't feeling good, so he stayed home. Right, so it's just going to be Alex and Brian today. I love these shots. Like, once Alex explains that he's just getting B-roll, you know, we get, like, a lot of shots with no dialogue and no comments about them. Mm -hmm. A couple of them are just, like, Brian's face staring off into the distance. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, Alex is still... Alex is still doing this whole director stick. It's like, I want a completely silent shot of Alex of uh, of Brian walking along the train tracks. Ah, <laughs> yes. uh, just the most pretentious shit. It's so wonderful. I love that Alex is like, I'm gonna set up right here so that you can't see my shadow, and then you can totally see his shadow <laughs> in the shot. <laughs> All right, so um, we walk along with Brian. Yeah, eventually we get to like this abandoned building, and yes. Brian is asking about it. Alex explains that this is something that he and Seth found the other day. Yeah. It appears to be an abandoned doctor's office. This super gnarly, <laughs> burned out building. Alex says, uh, they could probably just get some B-roll here. Uh, that it can it's be got this whole. It's got the whole burned out building feel. Yeah. Which I didn't realize was a feel that people knew about. Yeah, but... you know, the vibes. <laughs> Alex, the classic burned out building feel. Alex was ahead of his time. He was talking about the vibes. The vibes. The vibes. Uh, he says that this this could be Brian's old elementary school that burned down, which is great because it looks nothing like a school. <laughs> no, it, it does look nothing like a school. Um, what are what are some of these shots that they take around so we, the school? Because there's another one of just like Brian staring off into the distance. Yeah, we've got like Brian. Brian walks down a hallway as directed by Alex and asks about halfway through, "Am I supposed to be silent during this?" And Alex, you were. You were. <laughs> uh, oh. The best one, of course, is is the camera pointed at at Brian's back mm-hmm. while he's facing a blank wall with like like solid paint peeling off of it and there's a pause and then after a while he just goes what is this part supposed to mean <laughs> no answer and he just starts picking and then the he wall. starts picking the paint off the wall and apparently that was just brian oh like, yep that's, that's just, just real life brian picking brian. the paint off the wall um that's so brian then we get a cut to brian setting up a tripod also and just brian but go on yeah <laughs> As soon as this happens, we start getting some of this audio distortion yeah. that we've been hearing. We get a little blip of like the the staticky mm-hmm. bit in the middle of the screen, uh, and then we we have some audio distortion. And Alex has has his tripod set up and directs Brian to like come lean against this door, 
and look yeah. thoughtful. Also, while we're kind of like walking through, uh, Brian kind of like expresses concern about like trespassing. Yeah, like basically, people finding them here and getting arrested. Yeah, he doesn't want to get in trouble. Um, Brian leans up against this wall and then just has a huge like Alex says that he's rolling and immediately Brian just has a coughing fit and like steps out of frame. And, <laughs> and of Alex. course, Alex can't help but say, "Good take." <laughs> It's the to me that is the most classic the Alex line. Comedy. Good take. Um, then we cut back, and this is when Brian expresses again that he's worried that yeah. people are going to come. Alex says, "Well, the sooner we can get this over with, the sooner we can leave." And then the operator appears. And then the operator appears. There's some distortion, and then we cut to like a still frame of of Brian just still leaning against this wall. And no, the, that's the thing. It's not a still frame. Mm-hmm. It's not a still frame. Like, it's... He's just... He's holding still, but, like, the footage is still going. It's not a still frame. The operator is hmm. just standing in the background. Hmm. Interesting. And then the operator is, it, is not is the footage, standing in the background. Is the footage, like, slowed down or anything? Or is it he just, like, be. staying completely still? I think he's just staying completely still. Wow, okay. Like... Because it, it looks like it, it's completely still. Again, for some behind-the-scenes knowledge... Um, the original way that they were going to shoot this was a little bit different than what they ended up doing, and they were going to be kind of doing some stop-motion-y type stuff to uh, have the operator scoot forward. And so, like, Brian, they just kind of had Brian put his head on this door and not move Uh, at all. But all we really get from that is just... I I like the effect of this better. Yeah, it's much better. Like, the operator is in the background, and then suddenly the operator... Is not in the background. And, and we the cut camera forward. is on the ground. Yep. Well, I mean, we get the oh, operator close to the camera first. Yeah, we get that little like shot. Just like a brief little flash. It's so good. The camera's on the ground. And, you hear Brian. And then Brian comes and picks it up yep. and starts calling out for Alex. Yep. Something has happened in between yep. this cut, and we have no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. Alex is gone and brian seems to be freaked out by something um like at first he's just calling out for alex but by the end of like this little sequence here when like he he calls out where are you and he sounds like angry and desperate like (laughs) as if alex had just abandoned him here as instead of like vanishing like he seems to know something i don't know what he would know i i don't know what happens (laughs) yeah the vibe that i get is kind of like you know it's almost like he he's there's some sort of prank maybe that he's hoping that this is or something like Mm -hmm. but you know haha that's not funny quit that come out now let's leave but well, I mean, but like, and this is what I'm talking about with like Brian's acting oh, yeah. here is that him calling out for Alex feels like very real. Oh yeah, he's uh, got like a really good yelling voice. Yes, it's <laughs> great. Um, during the end of, he's just he's just kind of roaming around this building, and throughout and after like d- d- like during these last few callouts for Alex, we hear some coughing. Yep. And Brian like, doesn't seem to notice the coughing at first. Yeah, he... Like, he's still calling out for Alex after, like, the coughing is audible on... The right, thing. but it sounds more like, to me anyway, it sounds more like he's, like, 
he thinks the coughing is Alex, and he starts heading towards it. Yeah. To me, it seemed like he didn't even notice it. Um, but he, it, the coughing is coming from, like, a little side room off this hallway, and Tim is there. The fucking... The, the the delivery of just Tim? Like, yeah. Tim is here. Yeah, Brian is, like, bewildered and, like, <laughs> like the what just, yeah, the delivery of the line of just Tim is, like, so full of concern yeah, and bewilderment. And it's, like, a moment before, like, the camera actually points at Tim, too. Right, and so it's he's just, saying Tim oh. before the camera, like, even makes its way around it's the, the so, door. It's so good. Chef's um, kiss. And then Brian turns around at the door that he just entered, yep. and the operator is standing at the doorway. Yep. Too tall to fit through the doorway. Uh-huh. But, uh, something happens. Yep, something happens. Another cut here. The camera is on the ground, and we see Brian's legs poking through the door. We mm-hmm. don't see the upper part of his body. And then we see the legs dragged off screen into mm-hmm. the hallway. And then... And then the shoes of Alex Crayley... The mismatched shoelaces of our boy. ...come into view, and he picks up the camera and walks away. Yep. Tim is nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. We don't see... We don't see Brian, Brian once he leaves the room. The final beat of this footage is just walking through a dark hallway mm-hmm. which i think is maybe the perfect way to cap off this entry yep. i love this entry because the implications abound and yep. <laughs> um yeah the, the implications abound and jay is already thinking through some of these by the time we get to the ending narration yep. he thinks that alex led Everyone there, everyone being everyone involved in the production with Marvel Hornets. And he says, uh, let everyone there and left them. That's a pretty, like, optimistic and generous interpretation of what you just saw in this tape. Yeah. Leading people here and leaving them here is not what Alex does. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Especially for this being present day, Jay, who saw Alex yeah. smash a guy's face in. Um, yeah. That's... A pretty optimist. Mm-hmm. I guess he's just hoping, hope, hoping. I guess he's just hoping that Alex in two thousand six was not yet a murderer. But mm. Mm. yeah. Also, Jay, how do you know that this didn't happen to you? Well, that's the thing, right? Because we we see. I mean, Jay also, like, shows a clip from the end of Entry 22 with Alex having his little, like, monologue Mm -hmm. against the wall about how Seth is gone, and Brian is gone, and Tim is gone, and Jay and Sarah. Mm -hmm. Everyone is gone. Which, again, Jay is gone, he says in that video. And so, yeah, I mean, Jay doesn't... He doesn't directly discount the possibility that this did happen to him. Like, he says, did he, did Alex lead everyone to a place like this and leave them there? Like, he did with Brian and maybe Tim. And, like, Mm -hmm. again, like, going back to Entry 22, probably 
whatever happened to yeah. Seth was also whatever this was. Yeah. Um, I guess the, the only thing different about Jay here is that everyone else has either gone missing or are Tim. Yeah, or Who is, Tim. is a very strange case. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jay, Jay points out in this narration that entry 22 is fucked, like we have noted yep. before. If you go back and listen to our bonus episode after season one, we talk a lot about entry 22. Yep. Because it is an, it is a baffling entry. Yep. And it does not make sense no matter, like, where you come at it from. I mean... But, eh. I mean, here now we can, like, make it fit in some way. Yeah. And in, in the way that Jay kind of makes it fit here, where either Alex is lying or he does not remember. Right. I think Alex is lying. I think Alex is probably lying. <laughs> feels, feels bad, man. Do we have anything else to say about that? I just love this injury. Oh, it's such a good one. Like, like I almost don't want to talk about it too much and like go through every detail because I just kind of want to hold on to it and just preserve it as as my own special entry. <laughs> yeah, I this mean, I, made for me. I think we've pretty much covered it. So, yeah. entry fifty two. November 13th, 2011, almost exactly a year mm-hmm. after Entry 27, which was November 23rd, 20, uh, 2010. As the description, the, the last, last tape. tape. Boy, this is another long one, but I this mean... Is, yeah, this is a very long one. Um, I could only imagine present day Jay watching the footage from this tape and thinking, why the fuck would you go in these woods? Yeah. <laughs> why would you bring Jessica here? I mean, and um, the thing is that, like, past Jay is also like that. Like, he's he's having his monologue yeah. in this car, and he's, like, he's like saying that he, he watched the tape, he saw whatever happened to Brian. Like, right. He, he, he's pretty sure that Alex knew something was gonna happen, and that Jessica's on her way, uh, because she thinks following a stranger into the woods is a good idea. And then Jay kind of pauses and is like, well, I'm not really one to judge. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is just incredibly poor judgment on Jay's part. Yeah. What, like... <laughs> I mean, like... I, I Like, what are you thinking? Like, what... <laughs> what are you See, doing and why did you ask Jessica to be here? Yeah. So, this makes no sense to me. There is no way I can square this in my head. There's no way I can justify this. No, I I was not going <laughs> I mean, no, it's a terrible terrible idea no matter how you look at it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that even with like even with what we've seen and what present day Jay has seen with Entry mm-hmm. 49 with with Alex fucking smashing a guy's yeah. face in, it's still shocking. When Alex pulls a fucking gun. Oh, yeah. That's not exactly... We'll talk, to that when we, we'll, we'll yeah, talk about yeah. that when we get there. But I just mean, like, but the way yeah. the way that Jay is talking in his his little monologue here, he... he Presumably, he still has the knife. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, could, I think that's safe to assume. He, he mentions that he doesn't know what's going to happen, but if Alex tries anything, he's going to make sure that Jessica gets out. Yeah, I want to talk about this. Yes, this was uh, what I was talking about is, last time, that we have a lot of this, stuff to talk about. I'm going to have so much to say about Jay once we're done 
like with this entry and we're talking about the season as a whole mm-hmm. i don't hold jay in very high regards after this season oh like at all poor boy um just note for this entry the first thing that made me think of this is i'm not going to tell her that following alex into the woods is a terrible idea because i don't want to scare her yeah big man on campus jay yeah. fuck you yeah fuck you yeah jay uh, like i we don't we don't see all of the conversations that jay has with jessica but like yeah this this baffles me too is that i don't know what jessica knows in this entry yeah but we'll, we'll get to that more later yeah um yeah so we have alex shows up well well okay yeah um then there was the thing you said where Jay is going to make sure that Jessica gets out no matter what. Jay is trying so hard to be a hero, which is, like, not how we've seen Jay, like, at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like, I feel like his logic is probably just that, like, he's survived this long. He can probably, like, I don't know, get out. Like, he can probably... Man, I don't know. This Jay's feels, doing his best. This feels so much like I'm the man. No, I know. That's what I... And, yeah. And I gotta make sure the woman folk is protected and, yes. and gets out okay. The, the fragile woman and, folk. You know, it's important that, that she survives this. Yep. Forget about, like, asking her into the woods in the first place. But, man, I really think something bad could go down. But no matter what... Gonna make sure that Jessica's protected. Yeah, and I, I mean, hate this. I fucking hate this. I like, mean, I like, I like, I mm. like. If you if you want to to, I don't know, to try and not hate it a little bit less. Wait, hold on, double <laughs> negative. Whatever. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, from Jay's point of view, well, from every point of view, Jessica isn't really involved in any of this, and so right, right. Like, presumably she's just kind of an... Talk more about that in a a, moment. (laughs) Presumably she's just sort of kind of an innocent bystander who is getting dragged into this, which, nice job, Jay, first Uh of all. But, um, yeah, I... Like, the logic of Jay is just something that we gotta talk about. Yeah. But we'll get to that. I think for the most part, the creators know... Like, that Jay constantly makes bad decisions. Oh, yeah. And that Jay is, like, a bit of a doof. Yeah. <laughs> um, here, I I don't know. I Like, I cannot uh, uh, figure out in my head if the writers here are, like, think that what Jay is doing is admirable or think that he's a bit of an idiot here. I mean, I feel like he's... I feel like it's still a bit of an idiot. Like, I feel like that's... I don't know. I feel like they're trying to make him come across as heroic or at least like aspirational uh i mean maybe a little bit i i can see that like that yeah but but also like from you know again it's 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 hard to separate what is intentional from like the writers and what is intentional from like the characters do you know what i mean like Jay... no, but that's kind of what I'm saying. It, like, c- continue. Jay records this little monologue 
and makes himself sound good, like he's a hero. Right. And he and present day Jay puts this little monologue into an entry, mm-hmm. even though it's not really. But like, are we the audience supposed to take away from that? Oh, Jay's doing the right thing. He is trying to protect Jessica. Or are we supposed to take away from this? Wow, Jay, you're kind of an asshole. <laughs> I, I think it's kind of both. Like, I feel I like do, I honestly don't know. I feel to me, it comes across as kind of both. Like, it's because it's Jay's entire fault that Jessica is here in the first place, which you fucked up. But also, like, he's not, you know, he's, he's, he's trying to differentiate himself from what he saw with Alex, I guess. He's not going to just take someone somewhere and leave them behind for whatever happens to them, I guess. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. since, since we just saw what happened with Brian and Jay in the past just saw what happened with Brian... I feel like that's mm-hmm. kind of where that's coming from. Yeah, there there is like a nice little juxtaposition though. Uh, th- there, like Jay even calls this bit his confession, and mm-hmm. we constantly refer to Entry Twenty Two as the confession style yeah. video from Alex. So, like, if you want to use that as like an analog, and this is like Jay distinguishing himself from like what Alex is doing, I definitely think that there's something there. Yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to like defend. No, 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 no. I, 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 I know. I'm just like, like it, it, it does definitely come across as pretty fucking jerkish shitty. and <laughs> shitty, um, um, in the present day, especially like. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just unsure of how, like, the writers want us to feel about this. Yeah. Like I, I'm not saying like intention needs to be clear 100% of the time, but especially in Marble Hornets when, you know, a lot of the strengths of Marble Hornets, you know, comes to its, like, uncertainty and you being able to interpret things, but when it comes to, like, drawing character, I think it's more important that you get across to your audience how you're supposed to feel about them. I know how I'm supposed to feel about Alex, a hundred percent. And I know how I'm supposed to feel about most of the characters of Marble Hornets. I think I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about season two, Jay. Yeah, and I mean, again, with with the 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 method through which the story is told, Jay is the one telling the story. Right. So I mean that kind of makes sense in a way. I mean mm-hmm. even present day Jay is distinguished like is different than oh, past J for sure for sure so like there's it's hard to say what exactly J what's what's up with J uh-huh. we won't get well yeah yeah I I've got more to say about J after this entry so yes. <laughs> we can we can table this discussion yeah. until then um the main thing is that Alex shows up in the parking lot. Uh, Jay is already there with Jessica. He's, like, already got a camera trained on her. So, again, what does Jessica know? Does she think that being filmed is weird? I don't know. Yeah, like, I really... I... There's no... 
it feels like we've missed a conversation. I mean, obviously yeah, we've it, missed some conversation. Mm-hmm. And I wish we knew like, what that and was. And does Jessica know that there is an element of danger of going into the woods with Alex? Yeah. Like, Jay says he doesn't want to tell her that this is a bad idea, but, like, does she have any reason to suspect that this could go bad? Yeah, and I don't know... Because Jay kind of, like, talks to her in this entry, like... Because, like, when they're walking through the woods, he's like, let's put some distance mm-hmm. between us and Alex, and she seems like, okay, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I was gonna say, I don't know how much Jay has told her, if anything, but I think that she does immediate, like, even if she has not been told, I think she immediately picks up on the vibe of, like, oh, this is maybe something bad is going on here, because mm-hmm. as he's saying, as they're being led into the woods by Alex, who doesn't seem very interested in speaking to either of them, um... As Jay said, like, kind of stops her and says, let's put some distance between us and him, Jessica is looking behind them and is saying that she keeps hearing footsteps and she thinks someone's following them. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Which is weird to Cause, say. Cause they're this, in a park. This, <laughs> they're, they're in a park, but also um, we know who followed Jay the last time they were in the woods. But that doesn't quite line up in this entry because uh, that guy's already waiting for them where they're going. (laughs) Well, hold on. (laughs) We've had some fucky things happen with some doors and spaces in the past. I don't think Tim can teleport. Are you sure? Yeah. We don't know. He can teleport. You don't know. I don't think Tim has the instant transmission technique from Dragon Ball Z. You don't know. Maybe we'll Anyways. maybe we'll find out someday. Um, yeah, so Alex, Jay, and Jessica make it to this weird shed. Yeah, in the woods, it's got I don't, like some lumber. I don't know what it. this building is. I think it might be some sort of just like equipment storage shed yeah. thing for like the park. I mm-hmm. don't know. I mean, when when I was there there was not lumber in it i don't really remember what was in it but who knows um as they approach if the, the keen-eyed among <laughs> you may see a little white mask pop out from behind a window at, in this shed i see you. we were talking about this while we watched it you think that jay notices this and i don't I think that maybe Jay spots movement. Like, I'm not sure that he actually sees it, but I think maybe he sees something out of the corner of his eye because he does kind of point the camera up at the window after that happens, Mm -hmm. after the mask goes away. So I think maybe he notices something, but he does not call any attention to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any real reason to think that Jay doesn't see this. There's just, like, a weird thing going on with, like... uh like the blocking of this shot and where your eye is drawn to and uh, like your eye is drawn to like underneath the shed and also to alex Mm -hmm. just from the way everything is staged and since jay is like in the position of the camera you know you kind of assume that his eyes look where your eyes do there's no reason to think that but you know it, it, it feels like if you were not looking in that spot, you wouldn't notice it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't really matter. No, way, it, but it, I, it doesn't. I... <laughs> um, I don't know. Because when they approach the stairs, though, Jay does, like, kind of, like, move his camera around, like, corners and, like, yeah. over objects as if he's expecting something to be there. 
So I don't know. But of, of course, he also just does that anyway with most places that he goes to. Mm-hmm. As Alex walks up the stairs in this shed, we just get Jay saying, stay behind me to Jessica. Valiant mm-hmm. um, hero. Follow Jay. him up the stairs. Alex says it's over there and points to like the opposite corner of the shed. Won't say what it is and says that he doesn't want to look at it again. You wanted your answers. It's over there. Mm-hmm. So Jay takes a couple steps in that direction and then turns around towards Alex and he's got a gun! Oh, that's a gun! (laughs) It's very funny that, like, (laughs) the major escalation of Marble Hornet Season 2 is now Alex has a gun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Like, this this was shocking when I first saw it and I think every time since then it's been, like, funny to me oh yeah just like oh we just gave this character a gun and now he's 100 percent more dangerous um it's something where like in like it it, just like due to like the nature of fiction like if you're making like a thriller series somebody just having access to a gun is not a big deal but, like, when you're trying to make that series, like, set in the actual real world and make it feel as real as possible, yeah, someone having a gun is a big deal! Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a big deal, but it's not exactly unrealistic. But, yeah, like, I mean, we... Because throughout this entry, throughout them following Alex, we have, yeah. you know, Jay saying, let's put some distance between <laughs> us and him. Because, like... They're expecting, like, a scuffle. They're, yeah, Jay, yeah. <laughs> Jay's expecting some kind of, like, a scuffle. He's expecting mm-hmm. Alex to, like, pick up a rock and try and hit him Wait. with it. He's not expecting him to fucking yeah. shoot them. 20 yards. Mm. <laughs> not, not much protection against a gun. Yeah. So, Alex monologues. <laughs> okay, so Alex is, like, everybody's shouting over each everybody's other. Everybody's shouting. And I, I had to take some notes to get the main points of this shout. My favorite part... It's important that while this is shouting, imagine, like, all the information that I'm about to say right now. While this is happening, a masked person is slowly sneaking up on sneaking, Alex. Sneaking. <laughs> also, my favorite part of all this shouting is that as Jay turns around, we have Jessica yell, Oh my god, is that a gun? Oh my god, while, is that a gun? And, and before she even finishes the line, we have Jay just say, That's a gun. <laughs> which I think is just such a great line. Thanks, Jay. I love that so much. God. Um, okay, so, major points of, of plot here. Alex knows that Jay both has the tape and has been following him. Yes. Alex has had plenty of chances in the past to kill Jay before, but held off for some reason. He didn't want to involve Jessica in whatever is going on, so that is the reason that he lied. Right. I don't know if we can take that at face value. I think we can probably actually, like, believe that. Because that makes I, like, I, 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 I don't have any strong feelings one way or the other. But <laughs> just the nature of Alex and lying is like, I, I'm not sure how many levels deep you are in, in the lying here. Um, Alex told Jay when he gave him the tapes to never mention them to him again. This includes posting them to the <laughs> I internet. Thought that Alex implied. is extremely angry that Jay posted these to the internet. Yes. Which. So- when we do a spoiler episode, we might want to talk about why he might be mad about that. <laughs> yes. 
So, I mean, I guess we have confirmation for sure now that, oh, hey, Alex has seen the channel. Alex yes. knows about the channel. <laughs> yeah. But just in case we weren't sure, Alex knows. Mm. So those are, like, <laughs> what Jay and Jessica are saying here are not important. It is what Alex is saying. We get, you know, everything sort of laid out as neatly as it's going to be for what the fuck is going on with Alex in this season. Mm -hmm. There's still a lot going on with Alex that we can't really square right now. But mm -hmm. uh, those are, that's the information we get. I love... Like, Jay is trying- Jay is shouting back at Alex while also, like, kind of zooming in on the fucking yeah. mask guy. <laughs> like, he's- he's- he's, like, panic shouting stalling almost, which is very yeah. good. He's just <laughs> like, I didn't try, know what was gonna trying happen. Trying to keep Alex's attention and yeah, keep exactly. him talking while waiting for Tim to get up behind Alex and then also cinematically framing. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it's zooming in <laughs> on Tim. Oh, it's very good. Um, as soon as Tim, like, grabs Alex, Jay and Jessica run. Yes. They get the hell out of there. They run down the stairs. As they leave the shed, you can hear a gunshot. Boom. Jessica screams. I want to say a behind-the-scenes thing about this scene, but I don't know if I want to say it now or later. Oh, you might as well say it now. Did you know that in this take of this uh, entry, Jessica is not present? I did know that, Yeah. Actually. So they, they, they ended up having to reshoot a good chunk of this, uh, including some of the parts that Jessica was in, and so they used audio, I guess, mm -hmm. from different takes or audio that they had recorded just with her. And... Um, yeah, f f pieced that together because uh, the actress that plays Jessica was studying abroad at the time. They oh. had to kind of like went to England. Yep, film a film a bunch of shit in advance with her. So, yeah, I I, I always yeah. think that's really neat because that you is can't that is tell. like the neat behind the scenes thing of season two of Marvel Hornets is because you have. Things at, like, the beginning of the season, at the end of the season, that are supposed to be happening at the same time, but were filmed at different times. Mm -hmm. But Jessica, the actress who played Jessica, is only filmed during, like, one of those chunks. Yeah. So they had, to, they... So they had to film stuff for, like, the end of the season at the beginning of the season. Well, I think it was closer to, like, halfway through, whenever, like, she was, was like informed them that I, she I know but, still, but, but like yeah they they they, they had to uh like get all of her shit done mm -hmm. yeah um which was cool yeah it's like a very cool behind the scenes thing um jay tells jessica once they get out of the woods to meet at a specific hotel tells jessica to pack something light and then to meet at this hotel and they could figure out what to do next jay the hotel the street that the hotel is on starts with an S, and I know uh, from knowledge that I have that Jay probably said the actual name of the street that the <laughs> hotel is on. This is not relevant. I just feel mm -hmm. like pointing it out. I'm sorry. Go on. Jay gets into Alex's car mm -hmm. and takes the satchel. My satchel now. And the chest-mounted camera. Yep. And then leaves. Meets back up with Jessica in the parking lot of this hotel where he explains to her that 
he's got tapes of everything that he's filmed in these past seven months that has, you know, Alex on them. He's got a hard drive from Alex that he's not sure what's on, but he's sure it's important. That's what was in the satchel? Yeah, uh, the the hard drive is in the satchel. Um, he also specifically mentions the tape. He he pulls out the little fifty six forty two right. tape yeah. and okay, mentions that's it. it. He says this tape is very important. Yes. Um, <laughs> he says we we're gonna put this in the safe in my room. We need to have a combination that both of us know in case any of us, like either of us need to get to it. Jessica suggests one, two, three, four. And Jay says it's the first thing he would guess, and indeed, if you go back, I it love is it. the first thing he guesses, uh, which is the, the most pointless and yet also the most fun setup and payoff I love it in this so entire much. series. There's a lot. There's a lot of of payoff in this entry, and that is maybe my favorite. <laughs> it's maybe the best one. Oh yeah, it's very. I think, good. It, I think it's maybe the best executed yeah. one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. Jessica suggests using the last four digits of her phone number. Right, which 1102, which, of course, we knew from earlier on. Um, She goes to check in. She has a headache. She coughs. Yeah, yeah. Jessica has has a coughing fit, and her head is killing her. How much does Jessica know? Okay, so... I want to talk about this here. I want to talk about this here, too, because another behind-the-scenes tidbit. So... There, the the hotel, you might notice that the hotel looks different in this entry than it did in the beginning entries. The carpet is different. We don't actually see the safe. Uh, this hotel was remodeled in between the time that I guess Jessica left, like they had filmed their stuff with Jessica, and when they went back to film this. So, like, they had had an entire extra scene with Jessica, like a dialogue scene mm. that they could not use because it was, like, because everything was so completely, like, blatantly different <laughs> than, like, it, that it would be different, like, within the same entry that mm. they, so they couldn't use it. So I feel like we probably would have gotten an answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> we would have maybe found out what was up with Jessica. Because Jessica just kind of takes this in stride. Yeah. There's no, like, who was that masked guy? Why did Alex want to kill us? Like, why have you been filming for the yeah. past seven months? And so that that all makes me think that they've had conversations off screen. Right. Or conversations that Jay, present Jay, just hasn't felt necessary to mention to us. Which... Maybe. I... I we just don't know. It's it's a mystery. Yeah. So Jake goes to his room, puts the tapes in the safe, which we don't see. Right. Our Blu-ray fucked up at this point. You say I, our Blu-ray. Yeah, I think it's, it's probably Blu-ray. all Blu-rays. Uh, the oh. sound is not synced right. Yeah, it's it's just. So the. I think the this reason. Is kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I think the reason why I mentioned that we don't actually see the safe. Uh, the hotel does not have the safes anymore when they found right. this, and so in the entry, <laughs> uh, Jay just kind of mimes opening the safe, and they have the audio from the earlier entry where he opens the safe, like entry thirty-three or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. That's also a fun detail. So I think because of that, it ended up desyncing the audio. Like, I think that when they, I guess, re 
re-rendered or re-exported the videos or whatever, they like synced up the sound of the safe opening with Jay opening the safe, which does not uh. work. Because <laughs> it's a little off, off in the actual entry on YouTube, but the, the audio after that is not, so mm -hmm. it's, it's funky. So Jay um, straps on the chest camera. Yep. And goes and lies down. Yep. And then we get a cut. Yep. And when we come back, you know, Jay's still lying down in bed. In bed. Uh, but we can hear Jessica screaming yep. in the next room over. She's got a really good scream. She does. <laughs> um, Jay runs over to their connecting door. And Picks up the camera first. Yeah. And is pounding on it. Um asking her to open it and nothing is not able to get into her room got some audio distortion yep and then he turns and the operator is in the bedroom it sure is silhouetted by the light coming in through the window so here do you think jay runs toward the operator or do you think he's pulled i don't know it's really hard to tell i think he's pulled i don't think he runs towards the operator I think, man, it's really hard to I think to he is dragged towards it. I think that that would be a fair assumption. We, yeah. it, the, its arms definitely move, like, near, the, like, as he gets close to it. They, its arms kind of, like, move as if to, like, embrace him. Yeah. Which is fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you can hear him yelling at the operator. He, he asks, what do you want? And as he's moving towards it, either being dragged towards it or running towards it, says, leave us alone. And then we get... Just the camera shaking. We get, <laughs> we we get just, some camera shaking. Somebody just shaking the camera around, <laughs> pointed at the ceiling. Movie magic. Um. And then Jay's taking a little... Well, first of all, we get a shot of Jay, like, laying down somewhere, and he, like, disappears... Oh, you know what I'm I didn't about? know. I didn't notice this at all. I must have been writing. Do you want me to play it real quick? No. Okay. Um, he just kind of like zips away on the footage. Like he's just there, and then he's gone. And then we get an more more camera shaking. Then we get another cut, and then Jay is on the floor, just taking mm -hmm. a nice floor nap. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's it. This is it. <laughs> okay. Jay tells us through narration that at some point. He must have put the camera back on the tripod and gotten into bed. And then the next morning when he woke up was the beginning of Entry 27. So I want to talk about this and I want to talk about the no entry footage. Yes, go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to try and, and not stray into anything spoilery. But I think that it's possible that... And there's no evidence for this. You are not about to say what I think you're about to say, are you? Go ahead. Probably. Go ahead. What? No, go ahead and, and, and say... I think that perhaps the no-entry footage happens in between the time that Jay is pulled towards the operator and disappears, and Jay wakes up in the hotel room the next morning. Because it's chest cam footage, but holding a camera. It's Jay, presumably, 
there's blood and a shirt that we did not see on the ground in entry 50 when Jay was running past. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we'll get into this more later on, but there's something about that place. There's yeah. something about what happens when the operator is there and you kind of go somewhere. Mm -hmm. I think that it's possible that, I, I'm, that I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm not sure. And I I'm like, not sure I buy it. I, but I, I, but I, I, I get how you come to that. It doesn't all quite line up, but it makes sense in a way that would explain why there's no footage on the chest cam when Jay wakes up the next morning. Because it's yeah, on his laptop. Sure. Because he put it on his laptop before he like passed out or whatever. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, this I, is important. I, I guess, but this just seems messy to me. It is. Like this. I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that that is necessarily what was intended. No, 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 no. At all. Like, I don't. And I'm not even gonna say that like you're wrong here or that you're reaching. It's I mean, I just, am kind of reaching. <laughs> just like. This feels like they wanted to like wrap everything up in a neat little bow and connect everything and wind right back up where season two started and just didn't quite get there for some reason. I like I can't tell from the way you say that if you if you have a reason in mind. No, I I, oh, okay. I don't. I don't know why. Like, either yeah. either in entry 27, Jay should wake up on the ground, or he should somehow be in the bed at the end of this entry. Oh, this no. bothers See, me that, so much. That is the thing that bothers me the least about this. I could buy that. He could he could get up. I off don't the floor. like after all of this. This climactic confrontation with the operator so you... falls us like passes out, falls onto the ground, and then oh, at some point in the night, I got up and got so... into bed and also set my camera up on my tripod. But so... this is also part of the time that I forgot about, even though it seems like my confrontation with the operator is what made me forget the seven months. This okay. this bothers me so much. Okay, one. I, I I assume that we're that what we're getting here is meant to be kind of like the the fugue state thing that we saw Jay in forever ago back in season one. No, nope, don't buy it. Two, your problem with this is that Jay is, is in not the bed. Is not in the bed, and then he's in the bed. Your yes. problem with this is not that oh Jay was wearing the chest cam through this, and oh Jay has the footage of all of this on the the tape and on the chest cam and that should be what's on the tape and the chest cam when he wakes up that's not your problem with this because that's the problem with this that i have no. that's that's what... i imagine that the, the operator can just uh, wipe that but it didn't because we have the footage yeah here that's what i'm saying that's what that's what the idea of the uh... no entry thing would explain in my mind is because at some point you would have to switch up the tape yes okay Yes. Okay. Now I see what you mean. Yes. But to me, that also just seems part of the messiness. Like again, doesn't, yes. Again, doesn't quite connect. the The part that like <laughs> we get all the way here, we've cycled all the way around this circle, and the part where it doesn't connect 
is where Jay wakes up, gets off of the ground, replaces the tape in his camera, transfers footage over to a hard drive, get, sets up a camera on a tripod, gets into bed, falls asleep, and then loses his memory. Well, I don't think he would have remembered any of that anyway. No, no, no. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the fugue state thing is what I'm talking about. Like, I think that his memory... I don't memory, buy it. I absolutely don't buy it. His memory was already the fuck gone. I think that this was just, like, Zombie J running on fucking, like, muscle That memory. doesn't make any sense. No, of course not. It makes not. no sense. Of I hate Of course it this. doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense. I, I, again, I have to wonder if there was... If there were more, like, deleted You're scenes right. in here, and I don't know if there are... Like, I don't know that that is true at all. Yeah, it's like entry... It all... Entry, 50 run, entry 51 is like a run to the finish line, and you're so far ahead of the pack, and it looks like a sure thing, and then entry 52 right here, right at the end, like most of 52 oh. is fine, most of 52 is absolutely perfectly okay, and then like you trip on your own feet and everybody tramples on you crossing the finish line. Oh, that's <laughs> so like harsh. They, they did... They, just barely didn't make it missed it by that much no like i actually was going to talk about how much i love the way that this entry like kind of brings everything together oh i think i think it messes up no i mean it definitely like there's there's some stuff i'm making a bigger deal out of this and how i actually feel but just like taking notes for these entries in the moment i was just like it's kind of weird that they have to, like, stretch this and, and, like, make it connect to the beginning because Jay falls asleep on the ground here and he's in the bed in Entry 27. And they have to be like, at some point I got up and got to my bed and set the camera up on the tripod. That's how I felt in the moment. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And now, <laughs> now talking with you, I'm making it like it's the worst thing ever. No, I mean, like, it's it's just... I. I'm I'm fine with that. Like, I, I I say the thing about entry twenty nine as a way to kind of explain that away. Even without that, like, mm. it's it's it doesn't quite make sense. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> it it works well enough to to me at least. Mm-hmm. So, driving footage. Driving footage. Jay is sort of debriefing after seeing all this footage. We get an Alex danger montage. (laughs) Jay points out is like, just in the narration, that just like, I've seen all the stuff that Alex has done now that's extremely fucked up and just is like a montage of like how prone to violence he is. Like, we see him taking the rock to Tim. We see him killing that guy We see him taking the rock to that guy in the tunnel. Um, We see him holding the gun. I thought it was interesting that uh, one of the clips that he includes here is just him standing in his apartment with the operator behind him. Yep. Just like, yeah, that is fucked up. Yeah, that is pretty (laughs) fucked up. Um, Jay concludes that... After watching all this footage from the past seven months, his conclusion is that Alex only got him out here to tie up a loose end. Yep. And I think... So do we want to talk about Entry 26? Entry 20... Yes! We want to talk about Entry 26 and we want to talk about Entry 35. Which one is 35? The one with Tim and the rock and the leg breaking. Oh, sure. 
I mean, I, just just the location of Entry 35, I guess, is what is relevant to this discussion. But yes, go on, please. Yeah, so if you listen to our bonus episode, you're, you've already heard this before. You can probably hear more than what I actually want to talk about here mm-hmm. on that episode. So uh, check out our, our bonus episode for Season 1 for more on this. But Entry 26 is weird. Yep. In the same way that 22 is weird. Yep. Because Alex is lying. 26, like, the entire entry feels like a lie to yep. me. Um, the the part if, of it that is Alex's we, tape. Yeah, if we are to believe, like, if what Jay is suggesting here is true, that the only reason Alex lured him out here is to tie up a loose end, presumably mm-hmm. to kill Jay, then entry 26 becomes very strange. Yes. Because something something happens to Amy. We know that. Yep. Amy's gone. Amy was a person that existed and dated Alex, and she's gone now. Yep. I don't know when that happened. Me neither. I think maybe it happens as soon as Jay posts the first tape on YouTube. Ooh, that's, that's a good... Because Alex says here, you know, in this entry... I didn't, you know, I didn't want you to mention this to me ever again. That included posting it on the internet. Yeah. I think Alex has this footage of Amy, you know, and the operator showing up in his life and sits on it. Yeah. (laughs) And once he finds out what is going on and that Jay has uncovered things... He lures Jay to him with this footage. When do you think Alex figures out what's going on with Jay? When do you think Alex finds out that Jay is doing what he's doing? Because it's uh, occurred interview to with me- him. Yeah, because it's <laughs> occurred to me that um, Jay would have tried to contact him. Alex. Jay would have tried to contact Alex in some way. Like if he. Does Jay still have his contact info? I don't know, but I feel like he would probably make an effort to find it. He was able to find Tim, so I feel like he would... Oh, sure. Like, Jay's just putting out feelers exactly. for whoever was involved, and Tim is is the person that he catches. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, um, he was probably trying to get in contact with anyone, including mm-hmm. Alex, including Brian, Sarah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, again, going with that, that I, I like, frame of, of thought that, like, you know, what Jay says about... That Alex lured him out here to tie up a loose end. The return address on the package leads to an abandoned house in the middle of nowhere. Right. <laughs> uh, Alex shows up. And, like, the only reason that something bad yeah. doesn't happen to Jay is because Maskey is there with a knife. So, hey, what's Maskey up to? What's Tim up to? Yeah, what is going on with Tim? Um, so, just to get this all out on the table, you we think that mm-hmm. in Entry 35, if Tim is not there, this is where Alex kills Jay. Yeah, this is where Alex kills Jay. I don't know how. I don't know if he has a gun. Probably not yet. Uh, there's a lot of blocks of cement. There's a lot of blocks of cement. There's a lot of, there's like the cable Alex there. also sneaks up on Jay in he that does. entry. Like, Jay does not notice him yep. <laughs> until Alex calls out and he's right behind him. Jay was like moments from disaster. Jay was like moments from getting bonked on the head and just like mm. killed. And then our yeah. good friend. Um, I want to finish up this entry before I talk more about kind of what I'm yeah. thinking about here. 
Um, Speaking of Tim. Well, before we get to that, yeah. um, Jay has a goal. For the first time in this entire fucking series, I'm so proud of Jace you. has thought, a stated goal. I thought you were going to say his entire life, which maybe. It's to find Alex so he can't get away with this He anymore. can't keep getting away with it. Just. <laughs> he can't keep getting away with this. Um, so Jay has come back to the Rosswood area after moving around from week yes. to week. He's gonna... To either find Alex or a clue to his whereabouts. Great fucking job, Jay, posting that online when you know Alex watches the channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's doing his best. Uh, well, I so, mean, presumably Alex does also want to find him, so I guess that works. I don't know what Jay's plan is. But if, also, if, we don't know what's going... Like, we we hear a gunshot yeah. after seeing a scrape with, with Tim and Alex... We see Tam at the end of this entry, we sure and we don't see do. Alex. Yeah, like, I, we, that would be the first place you'd want to look, is find that fucking shed and see what's up there. <laughs> see if you can find Alex's fucking body. Um, but yeah, like, Jay is going to find Alex, and mm. then, question mark? <laughs> and then profit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so or figure out what happened to Jessica. While... <laughs> the first day Jay is back in town. Mm-hmm. He sees a bottle tree. We he he shows us the first thing that he finds. And he's just downtown in this Rosswood area and sees Tim. Just chilling. Lighting up a cigarette and walking down the sidewalk. I love that Jay gasps. <laughs> in the footage. Does he? Well, yes! As soon as the camera turns to Tim, he goes. I didn't even notice It's like that. this great exhale. He just... <laughs> oh, that's so good. It is so good. So the first step in Jay's goal is to figure out what Tim's deal is. Yep. This is our season three teaser. Yep. Cut to black. I think it's a good one. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I do like it. Because, hey, biggest question from season two, what the fuck is up with Tim? Yep. Tim is an enigma. Yeah. Oh my god. And then credits roll and we have uh, (laughs) Marble Hornets Part 2. Part 2. Which just... (laughs) Listen, it was Part 1, it's gotta be Part 2. We gotta keep it consistent. It just feels like how The Last of Us 2 is The Last of Us Part 2. There's no reason (laughs) to call it that. But it's very funny. Don't worry about it. Okay. Do you have any thoughts you want to get out of the way before I, I start to sort of start going? Oh, I don't... Was I supposed to? I mean, we just... At the end of the season, any thoughts on, on the season as a whole? Man, I like this season. I, I, I do like this season. Like, I'm about to say some things about the season, <laughs> but I want it on the record yeah. that I do, in general, like it. I think that what... I think that the negatives that we end up with in this season are largely a result of, like, this is kind of the series being figured out as we go. Like, this is sure. this is where, like, plot and plans for, like, where the series is going are starting to, like, actually be. Mm-hmm. And this season is trying a lot of different things. Yeah. It's, like, really going for it. And I can't blame it when, like, it can't fully succeed at all the things that it's trying to do. Um, 
because it's 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 really trying to do a lot. Mm-hmm. I want to end this episode talking about the positive things that I think about this season and the things that are interesting and the things that like really got its hooks into me. So before I do that, uh-huh. you're gonna rip into my boy. I have to talk about Jay. Please do. And that I don't think Jay is a particularly good person. That's fair. Like, the signs are all there. I just want to point out that in this entry, like he state, like he has his stated goal, which is find Alex so he or find a clue to his whereabouts. And then there's literally like a pause in between like that statement showing up on screen and then it cuts to black and then the next statement is literally an afterthought of oh maybe i'll also find jessica (laughs) see i i always liked that actually that the way the way that that was framed because it feels more kind of you know dramatic it's also literally an afterthought it's it's i guess i mean it is it is not jessica is not as much as Jay would like both himself and the audience to believe that Jessica is a priority and that he is doing what he can to protect her. She's literally an afterthought. She is not taking up a lot of space in his head. Yeah, that's true. He, he, from the beginning, like Jay, I don't think Jay's goal has changed. Like his goal is just to figure out what the fuck is going on. Sure. And he says that he's going to try and find Alex or a clue to his whereabouts. And he's going to try and stop Alex from getting away with this. Mm-hmm. But all of that still falls back into he's trying to get answers. Like that's mm-hmm. just his whole deal. And so if he can find the answers about what happened with Jessica, great, but mm-hmm. she's not going to know much. So like Alex is the priority. Mm-hmm. So that makes at that the, jives. Yeah. At the beginning of this season, when he and Jessica are trying to figure out what has happened to the both of them, and they don't trust each other, Jay asks so much from Jessica mm-hmm. and gives basically no ground. In yes. his own, like, is not really willing to make any concessions whatsoever. Um, you know, he lies to her, which is, I think, understandable, but his defense when she catches him in the lie is, you must have misheard me. Uh, which is a, one of the shittiest things you can say when you know you're caught in a lie. Oh no, you're actually the one at fault here. Uh, what I said was right. You must have heard me wrong. Again, uh, he asks uh, Jessica to keep her door open. Mm-hmm. Well, he shuts his so he can get into her room while she can't get into his. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's, Jay is a selfish person, is not considerate of other people's needs, is only focused about what he wants at any given moment. And most of what he wants is just information at yeah. no cost to himself. Not any, well, physical cost, maybe. He's willing to put himself in dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. He's not willing to, like, give up anything, though. I mean, on the one hand, yes, you are correct. I'm not going to argue that. Um, he has he has been through some shit already, just in what we've seen in season one. Mm-hmm. Like, he... I mean, but when you're trying to like ally with oh, somebody, oh no, I know, like, like, but 
You, you this, have to put that aside. We've got, we've got, we've got, you know, to the arc, like, mocking him, according to his Twitter. Um, we've got, like, his apartment gets burned down. Um, and, and to the arc always refers to themselves as we. So he mm-hmm. presumes that there's more than one person. He doesn't know who he should be trusting here. I mean, the same can be said of Jessica. She doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. But she presumably has not been but she through... fucking nuts up and, yes. like, comes no, 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 to Jay no, and not... confronts him. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not arguing that. Like, that Jay... So much of this comes down to, like, Jay making poor judgment calls and Jay prioritizing, like, his own goals above everything mm-hmm. else. And his goal, for the most part, just seems to be walk around <laughs> and point a camera and hope something happens. Yeah. He doesn't seem to want to accomplish anything. Yeah. Um, and this is, like... Well, th- this well, I know that the creators know because oh, we'll this is what this. season three is about. Yeah, we'll get um, to this. Is, is about, like... <laughs> confronting Jay with uh, some of these, not all of these. It's mainly just the point camera in people's faces mm-hmm. and see what happens. But, like, there, there, there's one just, like, like the, the one thing is just, like, walking around and pointing a camera and hoping you get something interesting. And the other thing is posting this shit online. Yeah. You know what you don't post online? Like, when you unmask somebody and then somebody else like, throws a rock at their leg and breaks their leg. You don't put that online. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> if you if you were not the one throwing the rock and if you were heard in the footage saying, hey, don't do that, uh, I could see how he would probably feel that that's okay because mm-hmm. he's not incriminating himself, you know? <laughs> yeah. Jay is certainly not incriminating himself. We could... <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. He's... Yeah. Uh, Jay, like, it's it it kind of feels almost like a, a, not a theme or anything of the series, but, like, the more that he looks for things happening, the more that happens. The more that... Oh, yeah. Like, the deeper... Him just he, digging around yeah, fucks things up. Just digging around is, is enough to cause things to... Again, this is what season three is about. Yeah, exactly. Like, what capital A about, this is what season yeah. three is. Um... Man, Gosh. I can't wait to get through season three. Gosh, yeah, I'm thinking about it. There's so much. Anyways, th- just I came away from. So <laughs> this this is this is the the monkey's paw that has curled. It's back way back in season one. Uh, I, I was talking about how I was excited to like look at the series a new way, and like hearing your perspectives on character has like opened me up to start thinking about characters in that way. And the result is, I think Jay's a bad person. Oh, <laughs> I think I think that Jay is trying. I don't think I, I I don't think that Jay. I mean, Jay does not. I think that Jay is a misguided person. I, I mean, sure. Wherever you want to draw the line yeah. between like bad and. Technically not bad, but like makes bad decisions yeah. constantly. It's like like he... that that decision is arbitrary. I'm coming down on 
this guy is probably, like, th- there's probably a reason why we don't see him with a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah. He, he probably, like, is not there for his friends. Yeah, he, <laughs> I, he's, yeah. <laughs> it, it feels very much like Jay's whole thing is, like, he, it, it, Jay, it, it kind of feels like an in, in justifies the means thing, like, Jay... But has, what ends? Like, yeah, what exactly. ends, literally? Exactly. <laughs> what Jay, result has has happened? Jay is perhaps we not... lost a girl. ...the best at thinking ahead. Um, but he, he's coming at this with good intentions. And so... I don't even know about that! <laughs> well, he thinks that he is, anyway. And so, I guess the logic in his mind is that it's okay that he is, you know, like... Maybe doing some things that are questionable mm-hmm. because... Oh, no, I'm sure that Jay has justified all oh, of this yeah. in his head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I'm, I'm sure Alex has, too. Um, I, I don't want to harp on this, like, too hard. I just want to, like, get my thoughts out there. I also, like, I also just, like, don't want to have a disagreement with you <laughs> because oh, I, I know that you really like Jay. No, no, no. I'm not... I'm, like, I... The reason I like Jay is because he is an interesting character. Oh, yeah. Not because he is, like, a... a cinnamon roll who can do no harm (laughs) yeah i don't think anybody is walking away from this series thinking that yeah like i Um, he's 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 doing his best that's just what you're this is just what i'm not even sure i can agree with that this is just what your 20s are like okay (laughs) he's trying (laughs) okay all right go on continue Okay, we gotta talk about Alex and Hoodie and Tim. Yes. In this season, because Hoodie and Tim and To The Ark may not be as antagonistic as we originally believed. There yes. is some at least information in this season that maybe points to something else. Yes. Um... Like, it just in in these past set of entries, it seems like Tim is, like, trying to expose Alex to Jay. And, like, look, he fucking killed somebody in this tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, like, want to bring up, like, in that one entry where Alex chases Hoodie outside of his apartment. Um, and then Tim and Hoodie, like, knock him down in the woods. They notice something off screen and run away. Yep. I think it is safe to assume after watching the rest of the season that that is probably the opera. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, <laughs> there's no indication that that is the case, but I think that assumption is probably correct. Yeah, uh, I think we get a lot of information about where, like, who. The sides of this, yeah. The 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 not necessarily alliances, but the the what is the word that I'm looking for? Alignments uh, yeah. of of characters are perhaps not what we thought that they were because, mm-hmm. again, that that shot of Alex in his apartment with the operator behind him, yeah, like like great man. visual storytelling. How much more do you need than that when the operator is literally standing behind you? And you don't run. Yeah. Um, 
Alex has some sort of relationship with the operator. But also seems to know that. But yes, go on. <laughs> what? <laughs> but also uh, seems to resent it, or is maybe not fully cognizant of that relationship or what that relationship is. Yeah. Because he seems to hate that this stuff is going on around him. He seems to hate that Jay has brought this back into his life, and yet he either seems to be doing things for the operator, or the operator seems to be doing things for him. Yeah. Um. Namely, making that dude vanish. Yep. Um, it's hard to tell, like, if Alex is being compelled to do something, or if he just thinks that he is doing the right thing. Yeah. This is, again, we'll there's going to be a lot more of this in Season 3. Mm -hmm. the, I think the most interesting thing to come out of this, though, is that Hoodie and Maskey are not necessarily antagonistic towards Jay. They've been using Jay to get to Alex. Yeah, I think that's a fair assumption. There's something there. We don't really and know also, what. But, hey, if Alex dragged Tim and left him with the operator in this weird burned-out clinic, maybe Tim has some sort of grudge against Alex. Yeah, <laughs> and... and uh... And Maskey and Hoodie and To The Ark and all of that do not seem to be aligned with the Operator. Oh, no. Like, no, I don't know if that This is the clearest was... we've seen that. Like, basically yeah. all throughout season one, we don't know what the relationship yeah, is exactly. with the Operator. Yeah, exactly. Like, we, we don't know... We get, like, they sort of act in similar ways. Mm -hmm. They can just kind of appear in places that they're not supposed to. But here they don't seem to be aligned at all. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, it's... it's Yeah. There, like there's... they're scared off when the operator. <laughs> yeah, there's there's the the great uh, fucking pet peeve of of old Marble Hornets fans used to be when um, people would would refer to Hoodie and Maskey as quote unquote proxies. Um, <laughs> oh God, I can't believe you're bringing this up. But I'm ahead. just I'm just bringing this up to say like this is where that like that that annoyance I guess of people comes from is the fact that like they're not like mm -hmm. we, we 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 can we have yeah. you know evidence that they're working it's so weird against... that the concept of a proxy okay for those who don't know who are listening a proxy of yes. the slender fandom is a person who operates under the will of slender man yes um who like carries out I don't its think wishes? It's, yeah, somehow. I don't. I don't I, I'm sure the the concept has evolved since I last cared about this. <laughs> I was like, just gonna say, like the, the 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 definition is not really clearly delineated, probably mm -hmm. from anything, and I think that's where the confusion comes from. Is hey, we're gonna that, get emails about me just saying what a proxy is. I just realized that people are gonna be mad at my definition of a proxy because I probably don't know what a proxy actually is. Well, neither do I. I don't think that there is... That's what I'm saying is I don't know that there is consensus. So I think that when some people use the term proxy to refer to characters, mm -hmm. they mean something different mm -hmm. than what, like, other people mean. Right. But since it's the same but word. I just want to say that the, the concept of a proxy for Slenderman yes. comes from Marble Hornets. Yes. People see characters like Maskey and Hoodie and... You know, the theory is that they are acting as proxies for Slenderman. Yeah. What is funny is that it ends up being the case that 
That is not that the case. Masky and Hoodie and Alex all have a weird relationship to the operator, and none of them are what we might consider a proxy <laughs> yeah, relationship. I think, I think that it, it, Like, none of them even remotely resemble that. Yeah. Uh, I think that a lot of it just came around because of, like, speculation from season one. Oh, yeah. We had no... I say we as if I was there. Um, there was a lot of time to speculate in between season one and two and just kind mm-hmm. of, like, make connections that were perhaps not there. And so that just... Yeah, that, like... Maskey is carrying out like the will of the operator somehow was you know a big like thing that got thrown around before Man. you know the series continued. I can't wait until our next spoiler discussion so mm. I can talk about theories that once were <laughs> because there's a good one. So um, last couple of things before we cap off this episode. One. I think that the way that season two works is really interesting. The dramatic question of season two is constantly changing. So, like, in season one of Marble Hornets, we know that um, Alex and the Marble Hornets crew got into something bad, and Jay is feeling the aftershocks. He's uncovering things. You know, something is echoing out from this one event three years previously. And Jay is just trying to get his bearings and figure out what it is. Mm -hmm. In season two, we have no idea what is going on. Mm -hmm. Like, just no clue. Like, we we get, like, the very simple dramatic question. Like, Jay is missing seven months of his life. What happened during that seven months? But, like... (laughs) We don't... (laughs) There's so much going on in season two that, like, has nothing to do with Jay at Mm -hmm. all. There's so much that... There's more happening than what we and Jay could possibly know about. Whereas, like, in season one, it felt like we could know something. We could get to the bottom of what this is. Yeah. In season two, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. And I like that very oh, much. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the, the fact that this is... Uh, <clears throat> Jay being our narrator and knowing more or less the same things that we know, like, is... It's... Just the, 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 the shift to things seeming bigger than just what is going on with Jay uh-huh. is a very, very good one. Because there's stuff happening in the background yeah <laughs> and like it, it we it was we didn't really get that impression for most of season one like whatever's happening is happening to jay but now there's more stuff going on i think it's weird that tim is revealed at the very beginning of this season and just like not talked about yeah um, and i think it's also interesting that after tim is unmasked we only see him with the mask on for the rest of the season until, like, the very, very, yep. very end. That's, that's... Every time we see him, he's still wearing that mask. Yep. Uh, both in past and present. Yep. Who knows what's going on there. Yep. Um, season two, this is my main takeaway from season two. Season two is a lot about questions and those questions shifting constantly. The first question, what happened during those seven months? And then, you know, who is Jessica? 
what happened to Jay, what is up with Tim, uh, what's going on with Alex, who is in this hood, what happened to Alex after these seven months, and none of these questions are actually satisfactorily answered. Right. (laughs) Like, uh, we don't, like, stick with one and have it answered and then move on to the next. It's just the question that the audience has in their head is replaced with another one. Mm-hmm. It just changes constantly. It really also like doesn't feel like we should have all these questions in our head at once. It's just like, now we're focusing on it. Like, we, yeah. we focused on this one question. We gave you time to think about it. We'll come back to this later. But put that aside for now, and now we're moving on to a new thing. I don't want to bring up Lost again, <laughs> but I'm gonna. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, we've got, like, a lot of mysteries set up from the very beginning of of the series that kind of get replaced as as this as you know time goes on some of them just get dropped completely some of them you're supposed to keep in your head the entire time some of them will like are for the season or for a small arc Mm -hmm. lost is it's it's like asking you to juggle a lot oh yeah i was yes in a way that like this season of marble hornets isn't yeah. It's just asking you to focus on on one thing at a time. Y- yes. I, w- I was going to make some kind of a comparison there, but I've lost track of what oh, it was. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, it, it, all of that in a positive way. Like, it, it, there's, there's lots of questions being raised in this. Yes. I'm just going to restate what you said if I continue this sentence. But <laughs> yes, I agree. All of that to say... <laughs> Do you have any other closing thoughts for season two of Marble Hornets? I I almost wish that entry fifty two was posted ten days later than it was, so that it would line up the exact year. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be a neat. Also, now thing. that I'm actually looking at the dates that these were posted, I, I was trying to remember. If uh, GMX, the first convention that the Marble Hornets creators went to, mm-hmm. um, was before or after the last entry of season two, and I'm pretty sure it was four because that would have been the end of October. Ah, yes, because it's like always Halloween weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, well, not always, well, but well, somewhere around yeah. there. Good times. Yeah. <sighs> it's All a good right. series. Yep. That's my takeaway. We're, we're getting into, uh, starting in season three, we're getting into what Marble Hornets is actually about. Yeah. <laughs> like, season two of Marble Hornets is about seven months that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it introduces a lot of, like, interesting concepts that we will, like, stick with going forward. It kind of sets you in the right frame of mind to, like, process what Marble Hornets actually is. Like, after shifting, I think, pretty hard from season one. Mm -hmm. Season three is, like, what Marble Hornets actually is. (laughs) Like, I am very excited to get to it. And I like that we we have the present day stuff at the beginning of season two that we will kind of, not return to, but kind of, like, that's what we're keeping in mind going forward Mm -hmm. from this. Is, like, we're finally going to come back to present day jay right right it's like this this little detour like season one of marble hornets is like establishing the operator as this antagonist as this presence we see a little bit of what it can do but it's like the main hook of the series 
this thing fucks people up. It's spooky. Mm-hmm. And then in season two, I, I would say, like, the main focus is, like, how do different people react to the operator? Mm-hmm. Um, and what are the consequences of that for the people around them? Sure. But just, like, but yeah. it's, it's baseline reactions. Yeah. Um, you know, Jay is constantly on the run. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex has hunkered down and tried to put it into the past. And when it shows up again, he tries to take control of the situation. Mm-hmm. I would say what season three is about is how people interpret the operator. Mm. Um, what it means when it shows up, why it shows up, and it also shows how people cope with it. Yeah. Um, you know, if season two is about, like, responding to it, just baseline, first reaction, respond, season three is how you deal with it and how you live with it. Yeah. And we're going to see a lot of different perspectives on what that is, and I'm, yeah. I'm very excited to get into season three. Yeah. But if we don't have anything else about season two... I think the only thing I've said for the past five minutes is yeah, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm good. So next time, we are going to be releasing a bonus episode. Yeah. Again. (laughs) (laughs) That bonus episode will be a commentary track that we are recording for the first season of Marble Hornets. It will be something that you'll be able to put on and play and listen to while you are watching season one of Marble Hornets. We gotta figure out exactly how we're doing this. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know how we're gonna do that, but I mean we may we may have to record without like audio from from watching the series. (laughs) Um it shouldn't be too hard to do. Like, I've been thinking about it. But yes. that that is our plan, is is that our, our next episode is going to be a commentary track. The episode after that, when we return to start Season 3 of Marble Hornets, we will be watching entries 53 through 55 and the couple of To The Arcs that are with that. Also, it's interesting there's no To The Arcs for the entry, yeah. for, for the ending of Season 2. I like it I very don't, much. Yeah. I don't want to get into it now, but we do have to the arcs for the start of season three. So again, mm-hmm. that's entries 53 and oh, I 55. I can't wait to talk about that. And uh, all the to the arcs that go with that. Also, for, for, our, for our bonus episode, if, if anyone, you know, wants to talk about season two, um, our email is, as always, open. Like yes. Like, have uh, any discussions, <laughs> thoughts? You can send in your thoughts and feelings and questions to great and more grievances. tapes <laughs> and grievances <laughs> questions comments concerns uh to great more tapes at gmail.com or at great more tapes on twitter and until next time jay you really should have burned those tapes Good night. No, no. Oh